朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This article is a part of a series called Spiritual Wai Mai Voices, where we welcome our friends to share some spiritual food with us in their own voice. This spiritual Wai Mai was written and recorded by our friend Simon. I cannot remember the first conspiracy theory I ever heard about. It might have been some of the weird theories about the murder of JFK, or the idea that NASA faked the Apollo landings on the moon. Nowadays, there seems to be no end of conspiracy theories. QAnon, how. Princess Diana's death in a car crash was really murder, and strange ideas about the COVID pandemic. Well, there is one conspiracy theory that will not go away, namely that Jesus was just a teacher and an ordinary man. Jesus never claimed to be God; it was all a conspiracy. A hoax put about by the Christians many years after his death. Some Christians might be confused and upset when they come across this theory, so I want to try to ask some simple questions. Did Jesus really claim that he was the Son of God, or was this something that was invented, made up much later? Can we trust the Bible, or is it just a collection of fantasies and fairy stories? Jesus is his name in the English language. Many people think that Christ was his surname, just as my first name is Simon, and my surname or family name is Hill. But Mary and Joseph were not Mr. and Mrs. Christ. Christ is really a title. It comes from a Greek word, Christos, which means anointed one. This Greek word is the equivalent of the Hebrew Messiah, from which we get our English word Messiah. Now this goes back to 1 Samuel 16. When the prophet Samuel anointed David, Samuel poured some oil onto David's head as a sign that David was going to be king over Israel. Ever since then, the Jews have been waiting for another Messiah, a special king like David, anointed and chosen by God. In Psalm two, God calls this special king His son. The Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke all make it very clear that at His trial before the Sanhedrin, the highest, the highest Jewish court, Jesus said that He was the Messiah, God's son. The Sanhedrin all agreed that for an ordinary human to make such a claim 
was a sin against God. This was blasphemy, and there was only one penalty, death. Jesus' condemnation by the Sanhedrin and his death on a cross are therefore our first proof that Jesus really did claim to be the Son of God. Secondly, all four Gospels agree that Jesus performed miracles. Some are healing miracles, like the healing of Jairus' daughter in Mark 5. The thing to note here is that sometimes Jesus healed on the Sabbath, when no one was supposed to do any work. It is clear that Jesus thought that the normal rules just did not apply to him. Some of the miracles could be called nature miracles, such as walking on the water in Mark chapter 6, or calming the storm in Mark 4. What I think is most significant, significant is the reaction of the disciples in Matthew's account. They had been afraid of the storm, but now they were almost afraid of Jesus himself. And they said, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. The greatest miracle of all was not one that Jesus performed himself, but rather one that the Father performed for his Son, namely the resurrection. The resurrection is the heart of the Christian faith because God the Father was reversing the Sanhedrin's verdict, showing that Jesus Christ really was his Son. Although we may find it hard to believe in miracles in the 21st century, the miracles described in the Bible are surely meant to show us that Jesus was not an ordinary man, as he could do things that only God could do. Thirdly, Jesus claimed to have the authority to forgive sins. C.S. Lewis explains the importance of this in his classic defense of our faith, his book Mere Christianity. If you tread on my toes, or if you do something that upsets or hurts me, then I could say, I forgive you. Well, I'm not sure that I would always say that. But what Jesus did was to tell people that all of their sins were forgiven, no matter how many sins there were or how bad they were. Only God knows all of the bad things you've done in your life. But Jesus told people that their sins were forgiven. For an ordinary person to say such a thing is more than a bit silly or crazy. It suggests that this person believes that they know things that only God could possibly know. Now, at this point, we must ask the question, yes, but maybe these stories about Jesus being God were all invented later. Yes, it is true that stories can get changed and added to over the years. For example, the legend of King Arthur 
may have some historical basis. Perhaps there was a king called Arthur back in the 5th or 6th century. Maybe he even had a round table. But we will probably never know the truth. Yes, it happened a long time ago. But the important thing is that the earliest stories about King Arthur were not written down until five or six hundred years later. Writers, poets and Hollywood have added to the Arthur stories. So now it's very hard to separate the fact and the fiction. So what about the New Testament? Most scholars agree that Jesus was crucified about the year AD 30 and that Paul was writing in the 50s or early 60s, only 20 or 30 years after Jesus' death on the cross. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians that Jesus appeared to many people after his resurrection. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. That's 1 Corinthians 15 verse 6 in the New International Version. It's quite clear from the way that Paul writes to the Corinthians that he's not telling them a new idea that is completely strange to them. He might be putting in a few details that they'd forgotten. But really, Paul is reminding the Corinthians of what they already knew. So there never was a gap of hundreds of years in which Christians could make up or invent the idea that a carpenter from Nazareth was the Son of God and that God the Father raised him from the dead. These are things that Christians have always believed, ever since the women found the empty tomb in the Garden of Gethsemane. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.